Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now save $30 on the American-made steel FS56 RCE trimmer. Real steel. The FS56 RCE is made in America of U.S. and global materials. Offer valid through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Hey, it's Nick Wright. What's right with Nick Wright on YouTube and on your favorite podcast platform. Hope you had or are having a wonderful 4th of July holiday. We had the day off, so here's a little bit of the best of the first few months of What's Right with Nick Wright alongside my son. So I have gone out on a limb and picked the Mavs to beat the Suns. They are, okay, I picked the Mavs. We can get into that in a moment. Where do I look? But, the, <laughs> okay. I feel that just plain and simple by, uh, I've, I've always felt that when I, by the, when I got, when I started my own record, when I had Young Money and yeah. I had Nikki and Drake and it was just Onika and Aubrey. Yep. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? I've always felt that I have to stay current. I have to stay current. I have to stay cool. I have to stay all that because I want them to see and I want them to know what it what, what it takes and I want them to know that, okay, I don't want them to ever get comfortable because I know for a fact you're going to be successful, more successful than me because that's my, that's my goal. But I don't want you to get there and get comfortable. I want you to see how I'm never comfortable. What, what did you see in Drake? Just playing, the, the, once he started, uh, they, you know, he was brought to me by, check this guy out, he could rap, he's from Canada. All that. So that right there was already just interesting. And when I heard what he, always what I loved about Drake was when I, the first, first time I heard him, there was nothing about, every, every song I heard, there was nothing about, you know, harming no one. You know what I mean? There was yeah. nothing about, there was nothing, nothing on there to try to, to, try to sound hard. Yeah. And I was like, this dude just made me love. I was like, he could have literally rapped about him eating cereal in the morning and going going to a corner store at at what he ate for. I was like, he made it sound cooler than what I'm I'm talking about. And that right, that struck me right there. I was like, so I need this guy. I was like, he could talk about it. And then what happened was a hook came on on one of his songs. I was like, that's a nice little hook. I was like, who's that on the hook? I was like, that's him. And I was like, the person on the hook is singing. Dude, you know what's so funny? So me and Oh, gosh. Daniel, shout out the name of the song you remember. One of me and my wife's first songs is a Drake song where he raps in the beginning, or he raps the whole thing, but the chorus is singing. Mm -hmm. And it was one of, Baby, You're the Best, Baby, You're My Everything, yeah. that song. And, man, I had listened to the song with her for probably nine months before I knew <laughs> that, was that it was Drake, exactly. that it was Drake doing both parts, that mm -hmm. I thought it was two different people. Yeah. All right, what about Nikki? What what made you want to be in business with her? Plain and simple, Nikki was already when I was starting this late when I had my label, I was already, I already knew I want someone from New York. Like plain and simple rap, I love New York. Playing rap comes from New York. I need some. Yep. Never knew it would be a female. Yep. You know, and when she was 
but she was bought when I seen her and she's spitting and she killed everything. She killed every person I had heard, who I was trying to hear, who I was, whatever I did, whatever you want to call it, auditioning, I'm shopping with. She killed all that. And I was like, that's, it made no, she, it was hands down. She's a part of the team. On Sunday on Twitter, you claim Michael Jordan's switch hand layup was somehow not impressive. Uh, some folks think that you're a hater. Yeah. Defend yourself. Okay. So here's the deal. That, that is a still shot. We can't show you the full video on if you're watching, but everyone knows this because it has been just absolutely forced down our throats for 30 years as if. This is one of the greatest moments in NBA history. <laughs> it flatly is not. Here's the thing. Jordan might be the greatest player ever. I don't think he is, but obviously there is a strong case to be made for him. But that doesn't mean we have to mytho mythologize everything about him. Jordan was, once he started winning titles, was not a great highlight pr producer. He was, he was so fundamentally sound and such a killer. And his mid-range was unstoppable. And it's the greatest fadeaway jump shot ever. But those things aren't great highlights. His only really great, truly great highlights, the latter half of his career, are the jump shots to win playoff games and to win the finals. Those, obviously, are great moments. But because, like, here's my point. All right, this thing's iconic. It's not. That's like no, no, no. That, oh, the Jumpman logo. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. That's from early in his career in the all in the slam dunk contest. Yeah. Absolutely. But if you think about the highlights you see forever throughout NBA history, there are these amazing feats of athleticism, and then a couple basic ass Jordan plays, like the <laughs> highlights that live forever. It's like holy sh. Doctor J jumped, put the ball behind the backboard, hung in the air. Got it around to the other side. It's like, is he the only person in the world who could do it? Vince Carter jumped over, over a seven foot three inch French dude and ended his career. It's like, is that the greatest thing I've ever seen in my life? <laughs> Steph Curry, the year he won unanimous MVP. You're, you're in overtime against KD and Russ. There's four seconds left. He just pulls up casually from 42 feet. Bang. Like, holy crap, LeBron is 30 feet behind the play, tracks down Iguodala, pins it. The, the Shaquille O'Neal, he pulled the basket down and it hit him in the head. <laughs> These are the, the iconic moments. And then it's like, and Michael Jordan once had a spin move baseline and kind of dunked on Patrick Ewing. And another time, Michael Jordan switched hands on a layup. Holy shit, look at this. Why do you think Katie is singling you out like that on Twitter? Okay. So this is my question. And this is what I can't figure out. Does Katie hate me or really like me? See, that's what I that's what I was thinking. Like, I don't think that he's uh I think it it is like mean fun or like frenemies. Exactly. Like I, friendly, friendly. Because here's the thing: if people didn't see this exchange. Someone, I didn't tweet to him. Someone tweeted to Durant, did you see Nick Wright's Club Superstar segment? He had a funny line about Kyrie. 
Right. And Durant responded and said, I didn't see it, but I'm sure it was trash. Anyone can do Nikki's job. And he calls me Nikki. Right. He then says, someone's like, hey, don't be mean to Nick. And he says he makes millions of dollars. Thanks, Katie. Appreciate that. Uh, and uh, so he's subject for criticism. That's how this works, right? And I did respond to that. I said, that is actually exactly how this works. You are correct, Kevin Durant. I am in the public eye. I have a big boy job with big compensation that I have decided to put myself out there. Anything someone wants to say about my job performance and even minor personal shots are fair. Right. And I think Kevin Durant thought he was like checkmating. It's like checkmating me. Like, oh, you don't like when it happens to you, but isn't that what they say about me? Right. Like, I make millions of dollars. I should be able he, to. Yeah, he you expected you to take a Kyrie standpoint of it. Yeah, you should. <laughs> you are subject to criticism. Like, that is what goes with the territory. And so I don't, I, I am a big believer that I've never been, I have been mean at times to Durant. But I've never been out of bounds. I've never been unfair. I didn't participate when people were making fun of uh, the his ankles. Remember that? <laughs> I thought that was I thought that was out of bounds. I was like, you know what? I'm gonna sit this one out, fellas. I feel like a that's not necessarily a white person conversation, and b I'm not I'm not participating in that. So I don't think I've ever really gone uh, overboard, and I don't think he's gone overboard with me. And then, but here's no. the other thing: when I say I don't know for friends or enemies. Because I t then tweeted, at least I had you in Club Superstar, Kevin. I put, at least I had you in Club Superstar, Kevin. I don't think people really call him Kevin. They call him K or KD. Right. And that's why he wrote, thank, thank you, Nicholas, and did the handshake emoji. Right. So I, you know what? We had Lil Wayne on this show. It was a great time. We don't really do guests on this show. I was thinking about trying to get T.I. on the show because I had him in my top five, and I don't think a lot of people do. Right. I want to get Durant on. I think Durant and I sitting down, I don't think it would be all lovey-dovey, but I think, I think there is a mutual respect along with a bit of dislike that I think could be compelling. So that's the new goal. Go, uh, Gabe, the, who's the, you know, the, the Grand Poobah at Blue Duck Media. Go ahead and make that happen if you would, please. Very, very easy for me to make the way we all fill out brackets and all our bracket contests better. And it makes your social feeds more tolerable. We all come together and make a solemn oath, a commitment, that if we want the ability to send out a single tweet or IG post or TikTok video, anything bragging about how good or the old reverse brag. Oh, my bracket's so busted. Look at how bad it is. If we want to do any, draw any attention to calling an upset, to having this team going in the final four, then here's the solemn oath we all make. We're filling out one. One bracket per, per person. Now you can insert that bracket into 30 competitions if you want. Don't care. But what must end is the cowardice of Oh, yeah, I have six different brackets. I have a favorite. Look at these idiots in the control room. And I use that term not lightly, but idiots. Uh, okay, I have one bracket, a chalk bracket. I have one bracket, an underdog's bracket. I have one bracket of, oh, this is where if the mascots were actual beings and they fought, who would win? It's like, oh, okay, the bulldog is lost to a tiger, so LSU over Georgia. Nonsense. 
You fill out, if you want to be able to brag, you fill out one bracket. You post that bracket before 11.05 a.m. Eastern on Thursday. It is allowed for the world to see, and you roll with it. This is, too many people treat brackets like the idiots at, at the roulette wheel that, pl- that put, their, put their chips down on 26 of the 36 numbers, and then when it comes in, they're like, oh, look at me. It's like, actually, doofus, you lost money on that spin, and that's terrible. So no, one bracket per person, per, and that's it. I'm very passionate about this. Take a quick break. Come right back on What's Right. With Factors, delicious, ready-to-eat meals, you will be eating stress-free this spring. Each meal is chef-crafted, fresh, and dietitian approved More importantly, they are never frozen and ready to eat in just two minutes. Choose from a weekly menu of 35 options, including Calorie Smart, Keto, Protein Plus, or Vegan and Veggie. Also, discover more than 60 add-ons every week, like breakfast, on-the-go lunch, snacks, and beverages to help you stay fueled up all day long. Try meals with premium ingredients like filet mignon, truffle butter, and shrimp, restaurant-quality food that you do not have to prep, cook, or clean up delivered right to your doorstep. And if you need to change your deliveries, you can pause or reschedule whenever you like. Factor is your solution for fast and premium meals. Also, for the month of April, Factor is celebrating Earth Day all month long. Look out for the Earth Month Eats badge on the menu for our lowest carbon footprint meals. So, what are you waiting for? Head to factormeals.com slash nickwright50 and use code nickwright50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box. That's code nickwright50 at factormeals.com slash nickwright50 to get 50% off your first box and 20% off your next. Fuel up fast, eat better, and get back to what you love doing this spring with Factor. What's up, everyone? It's Nick Wright, and I got something exciting to talk to you about today. Angie, your ultimate destination for getting all your jobs done well. Now, Angie isn't just your average home services marketplace. It's a game changer. With over 150 million homeowners served and a network of over 200,000 skilled pros, Angie has experience and expertise to tackle any project with ease. Whether you're looking to spruce up your backyard or undergo a major home renovation, Angie's got your back. And their pros are locally based, often running small businesses right in your community. And here's the best part. Angie makes the process seamless. From researching and comparing pros to scheduling services at your convenience, Angie's user-friendly platform puts you in control. So why settle for anything less than perfection when it comes to your home? With Angie, you can trust every project will be completed with the utmost care and professionalism. So get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today to discover why homeowners across the nation are turning to Angie to get all their jobs done well. Here's the only tweak I would make. It's not a massive tweak. Because teams should 
be a little embarrassed when they end up in the lottery. 30 teams in the league, 16 make the playoffs. So you got to be a you know, below average team to make the lottery. You should be really embarrassed if you show up in the lottery repeatedly, right? <laughs> yeah. I don't think owners should be allowed to send emissaries there. So like the Blazers sent Dane and the Pelicans sent Swin Cash, who's their VP of basketball ops. I think the lottery, and some owners go occasionally. Dan Gilbert famously used to go with the Cavs. I think the owners of all the lottery teams should have to go and they should have ownership statistics. So it would say for Vivek, uh, who owns the Kings, it should say Vivek Ranadive. Pardon me if I get his last name. In your last five years. Uh, Yeah. uh, (laughs) Lottery veteran. His ninth consecutive season in the lottery <laughs> in his ninth season of ownership. Exposed him. Absolutely. Exposed him. And then, like, when a team that's well-run shows up, it's like, oh. It's like, oh, okay, the Blazers. First season in the lottery in six right. years. Like, oh, okay, good for them. Like, you're doing a good job. <laughs> that way, you're not tanking. Well, it seems sometimes would tank. But owners have to know. There has to be some shame to it. There has to be some shame to it. Oh, the QR codes. Thank you. I've been trying to get this in for rehearsal shows, for all these shows. All right. So I sent out a tweet when I was out of the country saying QR codes as menus, as menu replacement, is one of those things that is supposed to make your life better and is just immeasurably and in every way made things worse. And I stand by. People are like, oh, Nick, you've never worked in the service industry. You don't know what. I don't know what. What a pain in the ass it is to be like, hey, here's your menu. Like, oh, my, oh, Nick, but we like to update them daily. No, you don't. Nick was it, never a waiter. I was not, that is correct. I was never a waiter. But let me tell you something, waiters. I'm saving your jobs because QR codes as menus are the canary in the coal mine to you guys being replaced. Because what's after QR codes as menus is you go from the QR code. It's like, oh, I think I might want the same. Did I just, ta- did I just order it with my finger? Oh my gosh, I did. That's coming. So I'm saving your jobs. Just like the, another advancement that made things worse was the self-checkout line. It's like, oh, this is nice. I just have a quart of milk. I don't want to wait in this line. Just go, boop. Oh, that's kind of fun. I get to use a little scanner like I wanted to as a kid. Tap to pay and I'm out of here. All of a sudden, you go to a Whole Foods lately, there's three people actually checking people out and there's 60 of us doing that job. It's like, I got to look up avocado... You got six types of avocado. How am I supposed to know I got to weigh this? Now, it's good if you like to steal. I understand that. <laughs> but that can't be the real reason. That's the other thing. These companies know. They know you're stealing from the self-checkout. They're doing it anyway because it's like, well, it's still cheaper for us than actually, you know, employing people. But back to the menus is QR codes. You got it. There's so many problems with it. First of all, if you don't have Wi-Fi in your place, I might not even get the menu. Second of all, now I'm on my phone. Already, I'm on my phone. Now, all of a sudden, I, I see a bad tweet from Demaze. I'm responding to that. I'm not engaging with the people around me. QR codes as menus add no benefit whatsoever. They're awful. They're a job killer. They're irritating. They're bad for social mores, such as put your damn phone away and let's have a conversation with people. Get rid of them. And so I just find that argument to be uh, a little 
banal and a and a little trite for what could be a little banal and a little bit of trite. Yep. A little bit of banal and a little bit of trite. All right. Well, there's not Dude, a what? little bit of. <laughs> yeah. Little, yeah. Okay. <laughs> banal. Banal. B e n a l. B a n a l. Would you like me to banal? Read the definition? Yeah. Lacking in originality as to become obvious and boring. Dude. Is that not the perfect word? Stellar use of banal. Thank you. Appreciate that. Yep. Good job. You should work that into your, uh, you know, your <laughs> lexicon. All right, you have to promise you won't uh, Sorry, look Mo. at me differently. I promise. You promise? Okay. Uh, all right, so I was in college. So I was about my... You know what? It was the day after I turned 21. I remember okay. the day. Because, which, by the way, idea. this is a funny story, but there's not... I mean, it ends with... I don't know. The, the <laughs> police called it a stabbing. I would have called it a cutting. Um, and it, it ended badly for a lot of people. I wasn't one of them because petty play up here. So here's where we go. So I'm uh, trying to, I'm, my car is blocked in by a girl who lives in the apartment beneath me. Okay. And she does this all the time. Blocks in not just my car, the whole apartment complex. Like leaves her car in the only entrance exit and just to run into her whatever. So I shout. Hey, move your car. She shouts back. Give me a minute. I'm getting in the shower. Oh, like you're wow. getting in the shower. <laughs> so I shout again, move your car. The apartment above her, unrelated party, screams down at me with a lot of offensive language and yells at me. I'm angry now doubly. So I yell back to them. I'm not talking to you. You know, basically shut up. I'm like, I just yelled at the girl, move your car. About 30 seconds later, two guys walk in. They are both what I would call, you know, strapping gentlemen. Sizable. Sizable guys. And one of them says, you better apologize to my friend. He's a Marine. He'll kick your ass. <laughs> and I, you know, you, you, you know me. I'm not, I don't, I don't like the back down element. Right. So I, instead of apologizing, I got right in his face. <laughs> and I said, and I said, I'm not apologizing. I wasn't even talking to you. So you have two options. Hit me or walk away. He said, excuse me. And before I could say it a second time, he chose option A. And this went south, man. Bad. I mean, he cracks me and I kind of buckle. And then he grabs me, and, and now I'm now up against the apartment building wall. And, I mean, it's just like, I don't know what his training was, but it was more than mine. And so I try to, like, wiggle away. And he gets me on. I'm face down in the gravel driveway, and he has a military choke on me. And I am blacking out. And my friend who was with me ends up is fighting the other guy. Okay. So I have no, that's where the bad stuff happened, but it was between them, not between me. And I'm, I'm blacking out. And, I, and I'm like, I can't die this way. And so I did, old. I started tapping out. I was like, take mercy. Like, did, sir, did he are let, you what? Like, I started tapping out. 
No, he did didn't. He let go of no, me? the, 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 the tap out did not work. No. My buddy ended up running over and knocking him off me, and then then it got it it it, it got rough between so your buddy other parties involved. Fight. My it sounds like that's what it, it wasn't sounds great, like. man. But I did tap out. I had no choice, man. Everyone can laugh at the guy tapping out. You you get rear naked choked in the street once and see the lights going out. I mean, you should have listened to him. His friend said he was a marine. His, and he like wasn't he lying, man. His friend said he was a marine. It, the, I thought I, we tried to leave. The, the window was like cracked in my car. This dude put both hands oh, on the window the, and broke, broke, shattered it in his hands. I seen a video of a cop doing that. Too. Whoa, oh, well, this a, guy wasn't a well, listen, that was 15 years ago. You know what? He might be a cop now. <laughs>
who's always been, you know, an imposing figure, but this is 15 years ago. So you were, you know, you were in your prime, you're in your mid seventies, 15 years ago. So you're even more of an imposing figure. You say, uh, do you have life insurance? You remember that? No. Okay. Well, you do. He, yeah. Your grandmother <laughs> sitting over there remembers it. You said, do you have life insurance? And I said, yes, sir, I do. And then you said, is my granddaughter a beneficiary? And I said, yes, she is, which I don't even know if it was true. And you said, perfect, I'll be right back. And you called me outside and you had a ladder up against the side of your house <laughs> and giant hedge clippers. And do you remember what you made me do? Yeah. What did you make me do? Go up the ladder and trim a tree. Yeah, they, their direct TV wasn't working. So he had me climb the ladder in the most unsafe fashion imaginable with these giant hedge clippers. Wait, are you leaving us? Yeah. You can't no. leave yet. <laughs> you can't leave yet. The most unsafe fashion possible to trim the tree. But now, oh, he's fixing the mic. But now, let's be honest, 15 years later, I'm I'm probably your favorite non-blood relative, correct? Correct. Oh, yes. Oh, that's going to cause a lot of drama over in Sacramento. It's going to cause a lot of drama. Did you ever... I mean, since your days in the military, have you ever had this much affection for, as you put a white boy? No. No. Yeah, they, they probably didn't see that coming. No. No. This is one of the greatest people I've ever known. He is been, how long have you guys been married? 60? Close. Close to 60. 59 years. 91 years young. Mr. Abram Jones. Granddaddy, thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. Good to see you. Goodbye. She's on the life insurance now. Am I on yours is a better question. All right, we'll see you guys next week. No. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>so there was today's best of what's right. We'll be back on Thursday with a regular episode. And on Sunday, we continue our countdown of the 50 greatest players of the last 50 years as we get into players four and five of the 50 greatest players the last 50 years. That's on Sunday. Back with the regular show on Thursday on What's Right.